Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to your daily Bible verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse, 1 Timothy 4 7. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Today's Bible verse is 1 Timothy 4.7. Do not waste time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. Years ago, I became entangled in a conversation I initially thought was God-led, but that I soon realized was actually hindering me from fully embracing what God had assigned. This drawn-out and ultimately frustrating interaction began when someone contacted me through my website. They wanted to discuss an article that I had written on doctrines related to eternity. Now, I typically love receiving these types of messages and the opportunity they provide to walk beside someone as they investigate hard truths. But in this particular instance, it soon became clear this person was more interested in an argument and trying to disprove rather than really evaluate the truth claims that I had shared. And this saddened me because I wanted them to experience Christ's freedom. Plus, my pride tempted me to think if only I presented the right evidence or explained the truth effectively, then they would come to faith. But I also knew there was no right response outside of God's leading. And so when I sensed that he wasn't leading me in this conversation, I kindly and gently ended it. Today's verse and the literary and historical context surrounding it remind us how counterproductive it is to debate with people who have chosen to plant their feet firmly in deception. Paul, the first century evangelist who wrote the letter from which today's verse comes, began chapter four with words as applicable today as they were to Timothy, the recipient. He wrote, now the spirit expressly says that in later times, some will renounce the faith by paying attention to deceitful spirits and teaching of demons. 
In other words, don't be surprised by the heretical teaching and superstitions infiltrating the church. And don't forget that you are engaged in a spiritual battle. This applies for all of us as well. Whenever we advance God's kingdom, we should expect opposition fueled not by human ignorance or pride, but rather the forces of evil. Demons determined to deceive whomever they can and to distract with endless ungodly arguments that when engaged conceal our time and our peace and cause us to resemble our pre-transformed state rather than the children of light we have become. Whenever we advance God's kingdom, we should expect opposition fueled not by human ignorance or pride, but rather the forces of evil. Demons determined to deceive whomever they can and to distract us, God's people, with endless ungodly arguments that when engaged can steal our time, our peace, and can cause us to resemble our pre-transformed states rather than the children of light we've become in Christ. When we recognize our true enemy and his predictable and sadly often effective traits, we're less apt to get swept into unnecessary and unhelpful conflict. Have nothing to do with godless. Don't waste time or a tad more strongly, as the new King James states, reject these lies and demonic trickery. Now, that didn't mean Paul wanted Timothy to ignore the problem. According to chapter one, verses three to four, he had already urged Timothy to remain in Ephesus so that he could, quote, command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer or devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. Timothy was to address the problem and those causing it with God-given authority. But he wasn't to waste time arguing about this. The issue wasn't up for debate. Truth wasn't up for debate. Timothy was to clearly express his expectations and then get back to what God had called him to do, which was preaching and teaching, building up those who wanted to grow in Christ. Paul also wanted Timothy to prioritize his own personal growth to train himself to be godly, to be intentionally, diligently, and persistently, tirelessly seeking spiritual and emotional maturity and an ever-deepening relationship with Jesus Christ. And notice, Paul was writing to a church leader, someone who had already demonstrated an admirable level of godliness, yet Timothy still needed to grow. He still had weak areas. He was still prone to getting sucked into the drama all around him. He still had battles against fear and insecurity, and he needed to seek God's strength. The same is true for me and you. God will always have a lesson for us to learn and a refining for us to experience. Until our weakened mortal bodies breathe their last, we will live in a perpetual state of transformation. In fact, the very act of not engaging in an argument, of scrolling past that Facebook post, or stepping away from that debate, that causes our jaws to clench, that could in itself be part of our training. It could be teaching us to practice self-control, to turn from our gut responses, and to yield more frequently and fully to the Holy Spirit within, knowing at each moment we are making a choice to waste our time allowing ourselves to become more entangled in demonic distractions, or we can get about God's business. We can live each moment pursuing Him, growing in Him, and pursuing the things of him, living fully led by him and therefore fully free in him. Let's pray. Holy Father, we love you so very much. We love your heart for us, that you want us to live free. You want us to be effective. You want our relationships to be fulfilling. You want your church to be healthy and vibrant 
and growing. And you've called each of us to play a part in that. You will use each of us to reveal your truth to others. But you alone know who we should speak to each day, what we should say to them, how long we should engage, when we should step away and why. You know what you're doing in the hearts of everyone we encounter. And when we follow your lead, when we seek you above all, and when we seek to grow in you, beautiful things happen. Remind us that this isn't just about who we're talking to, but it's about your growth and your transformation within us as well. You are training us to live godly lives characterized by love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and self-control. May we remain alert to indications within us that we've ventured outside of your will and then bring us back to you. Increase our sensitivity to your spirit within us. Give us the strength and the desire to yield more fully to you. And thank you that you always lead us towards your very best. We love you and we praise you. And it is in the name of your victorious son, our savior, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey friend, I'm Brooke McLaughlin, host of the Everyday Prayers Podcast, a ministry of million praying moms. And I'm here to invite you to partner with God for the hearts of your children on the daily. Our goal at Everyday Prayers is to help moms understand and pray God's word. Join us each weekday as we share insights from God's word for today's Christian mom. Tune in to the Everyday Prayers Podcast in your favorite app or by visiting lifeaudio.com.